Well, hello everyone. This is Anita and welcome back to your Finding Your Financial Voice podcast with me, of course, your host, Anita R. Johnson. I want to thank our faithful listeners for listening to us for the last, oh my gosh, we are in season three now. Uh, And this will be the last episode for this season. We took a little small break in January, but now we are back and ready to roll again. So thank you through all of this podcast maze and all the other podcasts that you can listen to. I'm excited that you are listening to this podcast. So let's just get down to business. This is going to be season three, episode four, and you can follow me on my YouTube, but you can find that at Money Wisdom for Women YouTube and go ahead and subscribe to that and get notices when I put a new YouTube video up. And this was on YouTube, this was on LinkedIn, and as well as on Facebook. So I'm a little bit of everywhere. Basically, all you need to do is put my name in, Anita R. Johnson, Financial Behaviors, and into the Google machine, as our former president Bush used to say, the Google machine. And so that you will be able to pull up all the all the information about me. So anyway, this is season three, episode four. So what we're going to talk about here is the difference between money and finances. And I talked a little bit about this in that video that everybody wants money. Everybody wants money. You know, if I say, okay, I'm going to be talking about money today, you can bet believe my inbox would be full. And they would probably pay all kinds of money just to understand how to get more money, all right? Because we all want more money. We all think that money is the answer to all of our challenges, all our worries, all. But I tell you, there are some rich folks that got problems, right? And it doesn't matter because challenges are challenges. Adulting is adulting. So, I want to talk a little bit about the difference between, let's talk about money first. Money is that little, those little coin things and that little paper money. All of that is money. And I'm going to read you a little small quote out of one of my books called Being Broke is Maddening, A Guide to Financial Wellness. And you can find this book on Amazon. Yes, that's a shameless plug. Well, it is my podcast. All right. So it's called Being Broke is maddening. And I'm going to talk to you, and and, and I co-wrote this book with Andrea Alandri, and I like my girl, Andrea, and she is the bomb.com. I love her. And so let's talk a little bit about, I'm just going to read you this quote, right? And it says, for a small piece of paper, it carries a lot of weight. And everybody know who that is. That's the OJs. For a small piece of paper, it carries a lot of weight. Money carries a lot of weight. And so people facing wide monthly swings in income expenses needs more than better budgeting skills or financial education. And that comes from a quote, and you can always get this book, Being Broke is Maddening, on Amazon. Again, all you have to do is Google me, Anita R. Johnson. And you'll find out, you'll find this book. And like I said, I co-wrote this book with Angela Landry. She is uh, one of my girls. Uh, I really, really like her and stuff. So we always want more money. And, and it's, it's just, it just really says this, this, this quote that says, a small piece of paper carries a lot of weight. Uh, people pay, facing fine mo- uh, monthly swings, wide monthly sw- swings and in income expenses need more than just budgeting skills 
of financial literacy education. And that's what I've been saying a long, long time. We want money. If for some reason I was offering on how to get more money, then people would break the door down trying to get to me. But the thing is, I am offering you more money. I am offering more money. As a financial behaviors, what I'm offering you are skills that will help you, that you can teach to your children about legacy building. So that will get you more money, more finance, more money management, financial behaviors, healthy financial behaviors. And that's where the breakdown begins. Because if I offer you a class in understanding your relationship to money, Nobody wants to show up. Nobody relationship to finance. If I say finance, but if I say money, that's a whole different thing because people have the idea that finance, I got to manage that. Money, I don't have to manage. And so that is where the breakdown begins. So we talk about, I talk about uh, in this book, we talk about money being broke is, is maddening. And so here's a couple of things that will let you know, basically, you actually do need a financial behaviors or you need to have a better relationship with your money. So let's talk about this for, for a minute. Let's talk about that love-hate relationship. Well, let me back up a little bit. I want to talk about some things that you kind of already know that you probably need a little help with, but because your mindset and because you've been doing it so long and you've been riding down this one little road for so long until you think this is the only road to go. And it's living from paycheck to paycheck. Okay, living from paycheck to paycheck. Your condition to finding the kind of job that will supply you with just, just, just enough money that satisfies demands of life, just, okay? The kind of employment that accommodates keeps you on the brink of being broke because you haven't negotiated the type of salary that you will supply all your money needs and life necessities, plus extra, plus extra. Now, let me preference this, right? Because we're going to be talking about tracking here pretty soon and how money can actually get away from you, all right? So as a result of that, you, don't, you are not using your best ability, the best of your abilities and your responsibilities to your family and home for negotiating the right price. And that's a whole nother subject when we talk about negotiating. That's a whole nother subject. And let's talk about chronic employment or underemployment, right? So that chronic employment is unemployment, chronic unemployment. So you got too many, you're unemployed, you know, with this, with the pandemic that happened, people got tons and tons of money. You know, there's so, there, there were some scams out there where people were getting, especially here in California, I don't know about other states, but I know here in California, we just had a new or an existing, we've had two EDD to directors. And so that becomes, you know, because of, of fraud. And so unemployment is used when 
there is to help you from one spot to the next spot. Underemployment is basically almost the same as living from paycheck to paycheck. It's like I'm getting paid $12 an hour when I really should be paid $15, which is $15 is kind of a low number, right? Especially here living here in California where the housing has gotten outrageous, right? Things are just, you know, just crazy here, right? So those are the kinds of things. Now I really want to get to the love-hate relationship with money, the love-hate. And Everybody has a money script. And I, I know there are some people out here that talk about money scripts and, and the different money scripts. And so that's kind of part of some of the things that we kind of talk about here at Anita Johnson when we try to find, when we're trying to help you find your financial voice. And I just want to read you a, a few things about money scripts. Okay. And I'm going to tell you where you basically can find them, uh, who wrote them. Uh, because I didn't write them. And so I want to make sure that I did not, I don't take credit for them because, right? So let's talk about the money scripts. They are the beliefs that are rooted in our childhood and ultimately shape our financial health. Money scripts. These are first steps of improving your overall health money scripts is to have, to know what they are. So let's talk about them for a little bit. So money avoidance is one. Money is evil, okay? Less is more. Having money equals feeling guilty. Have you ever been told that? Have you really ever been told that, right? Then money focus. Money solves all problems. We talked about that earlier. The more money is always better. There's never enough money. Then of course, money status. Self-worth equals net worth. Mm. Status symbols are uh, priority. Money equals social standing. And then money villagist. Money should be saved. Handouts are negative. Working for money is noble. So those are some of the money scripts. Now, you can actually go online and find out about this. There are a couple of people who, so this actually came from, from I'm gonna spell the name, K-L-O-N-T-Z, Money Scripts Inventory. So go there and they will actually, and you can actually read more about these money scripts as possible. But I find them to be very, very interesting and they can be used in any context. They can be used in this one. It's that love-hate relationship. We love money, then we hate it. We love, we hate it, then we love it. And here's the thing is that you can get more money but you got to do some money maintenance. Not maintenance. I'm not talking about a spreadsheet. Yeah, that's part of it. But I'm talking about your mindset when it comes to money. That's very important And you have, when it comes to money. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to duck into a commercial, right? I'm going to duck into a commercial. And then when we come out of the commercial, we're going to talk about this love-hate relationship and your financial DNA. So let me just duck into this commercial and we'll be right back. The new issue of Affluence Magazine is out and available now. Check out a preview of our latest issue on MagCloud. Simply click the link in the description box. Affluence Magazine is a quarterly magazine that discusses financial literacy. The writers have an extensive resume with the financial field. For more information about Affluence Magazine, including subscriptions, advertisements, 
becoming a writer for the magazine, or any other Money Wisdom for Women entries, please email info at moneywisdomforwomen.com. All right, so now we're back. And again, I'm Anita with Finding Your Financial Voice podcast. And I'm glad that I'm here with you and I'm glad you're here with me. And we're talking about the difference between money and finance, money and finance. And I think I talked about this earlier. If for you guys that just came in, right? Money, if I say, okay, I'm going to give you tons of money, my inbox would be full. I'd probably get paid lots of money and I could be rich, right? Wealthy, not rich, wealthy beyond means. And my great, 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 great grandchildren could live off the legacy that I would build. But since I'm talking about managing your finances and your finances, that is totally different, totally different because we're going to talk about this love-hate relationship where I left off before the commercial. See, people love to earn and spend money. Think about how much fun it would be if you were out shopping, right? You buy those pairs of jeans, you found on sale, those sneakers you need for basketball, you buy that watch your mother's always wanted, that car you always needed for work. The freedom that comes with having money is to get those things you want so invigorating. In contrast, you hate the bills that come in the mail every month, the gas, electricity, the water, the trash, the house, the life insurance, the rent, the cable. Oh, my gosh. On and on and on. Now you have to share that money with the necessities of life. Sometimes you take those bills, you'll take money from those bills and treat yourself to something that you like. After all, you did earn it. Then you chastise yourself for taking those reckless and for being reckless and not taking care of business. Oh my God, is that a love hate relationship? Is that a love hate relationship? I know there has been times, right, in my life where I just wanted something. It didn't necessarily have to be any shoes. It didn't necessarily have to be anything. It didn't necessarily have to be anything specific, but maybe I wanted to go out and eat. Right. But then I needed something else. Right. And, you know, he's like, okay, uh, you know, what's 10 or 15 dollars? Right. You know, I'm treating myself. I don't worked hard. You know, whatever that might look like for for me or for you. Right. And then you actually are beating yourself up because you failed to save some money. Now you got to figure out how to pay a bill through maybe an advance on your pay on your check or you're beating down the doors of clients, or you're doing some other stuff, right? And so you find that something that is heavy on your mind, having that love-hate relationship. But I want you to love your money, right? And people said the root of all evil is the love of money is the root of all evil. Well, heck, that's not true. Let your ass not be able to eat. Okay, you see how you try to do some stuff. I just seen some homeless people do anything they can, right, to eat, to stay warm, burn, burn stuff down, steal, all kinds of stuff, right? So don't give me that the 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 root of all evil, the love of money is the root of all evil. Those people are trying to survive. Okay, so that's a whole nother type, whole nother podcast, whole nother podcast. So let me give you some, let me give you a couple of ideas on how to really come into your love relationship with money. 
I'm not talking about putting money before your kids. I'm not talking about putting money before any family member, killing folks off and getting some inheritance. And all. I'm not talking about any of that. None whatsoever. Right. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is respecting the money, respecting the finance, love the money, respect the finance, the finance management. How do you do that? Well, first, we're going to talk about doing something with your mindset. Because what happens is we have that nasty little mindset that says, I can't, right? I used to have a sign in the bathroom when I was a single parent with my children and they were under the age of whatever they ate, the ages was. And we were sharing a two bedroom, one bath apartment at the time. And in the bathroom before they, before we even get to sit on the throne, baby, right? There was a sign that says, in this house, there's no such word as I can't. And I instill that in my children. And I hope they still go by. I know that I do. And I know there are some times when my mindset gets messed up too, just like everybody else's. But then I pull myself together and then I have goals and I have dreams and I have wishes and I have all these things. And I pull on those things. I pull on those things, right? I pull on them, right? So let's deal with that mindset. Let's talk about the word bill, bills, right? Right. So let's don't call them bills anymore. Let's call them thank you notes. And I know you guys have heard me say this before. Thank you notes. Right. Let's call the, the gas company. Let's call the insurance company. Let's call the rent. Let's call the mortgage company. Let's call. Let's say to them, thank you for allowing me to do this. And I know we are doting and we didn't done this thing on our own, but we ain't doing this thing on our own. OK, we have help. Because if them people cut that gas off, you're going to be cold in the winter time. All right. As simple as that, right? Simple as that. All right. So the next thing that, that I want to talk to you about as far as your mindset is to spend some time with your, with your finances. We spend more time planning a vacation than we do with funding our, my, our, our financial wellness, our financial wellness. And that means spending some time with it, get to know it, know what it looks like, know what it smells like. I know where am I saying, walk around with a dollar bill stuck up in your nose and smelling it. I mean, really knowing what it, what you uh, spent last week on something that comes to a tracking. What are you going to track? And as you're tracking, what you're going to do is you're creating a list of categories of what you're spending money on. We're talking about everything you spend money on, lunch, food, a nickel, well, it ain't no nickel. Dollar or two dollars worth of candy bar. A candy bar, you know, candy bars are two dollars now, at least here in California. But anyway, those type of things, making a list, categorizing it, and we're going to end up with a financial spending plan. Now, that's a whole nother podcast or a webinar. So make sure that you go to my website, which is moneywisdomforwomen.com. Look at my website and see what I got going on coming up. Also go to my Facebook page, Anita Johnson Financial Behaviors, or my group Money Wisdom for Women on the Facebook page, the LinkedIn, the Instagram, the Pinterest, the Twitter, all of those. All you need to do is put Anita R. Johnson into the Google machine and all of that will show up. If you want me to come to your place and give a webinar or a speak, all you have to do is go to my website contact me and the information is there. Fill out this form. Information is there. I'll come running for a good price. So anyway, 
So we're going to create a financial spending plan. I'm going to pause here, pause here, and then get you another commercial land, right? We're going to be talking about our membership drive. We're going to be talking about our, have you seen our magazine? Affluence Financial Fitness for Women magazine, the newest issue, the January issue. Have you seen that? Go on our go on our Facebook page, Affluence Financial Fitness for Women. Look at the commercial there. Oh my God, the commercial is out of sight. Get yours at madcloud.com. Get your digital copy, get your print, whichever one you like, whichever one you like. So anyway, I'm going to stop here and I'll be back. The new issue of Affluence Magazine is out and available now. Check out a preview of our latest issue on MadCloud. Simply click the link in the description box. Affluence Magazine is a quarterly magazine that discusses financial literacy. The writers have an extensive resume with the financial field. For more information about Affluence Magazine, including subscriptions, advertisements, becoming a writer for the magazine, or any other Money Wisdom for Women entries, please email info at moneywisdomforwomen.com. All right, so let's get back to this. Again, I'm Anita Johnson. I am your financial behaviors. And before we went to break, we talked about this financial spending plan. I want to get back to that. And then and then we'll be done with this podcast and I'll be done fussing and you'll be gone. Thank God she's done fussing. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this financial this uh, financial spending plan. And I'm going to give you a little, some, some ins and outs of how to do this, right? So now we got the money part. We got the money part. You guys got the money. You want more money. I'm going to tell you how to get more money. This is how you're going to get more money. We're talking about management here, right? We're talking about management. And forget this whole financial literacy thing. I'm I'm actually really want to take financial literacy out of the vocabulary. I really want to take it out, right? And so let me just talk about that for a minute. You're talking about your financial spending plan. Now comes the dreaded part of this book where you have to create a financial spending plan. We, have, we got to spend some time with your finances, figuring out what your money scripts are. We talked about that. What's your money script? Let's talk about this financial spending plan. So what is what is believed with a financial spending plan? The first, let's take the word budget out, right? It, it's a, the word budget is money on a diet, money on a diet. The first thing you think about when you talk about budget is like, I can't do it. This is something I cannot do. With a financial spending plan, you can do anything. You just need to put it in the plan. Right. So we want to put our travel in the plan. We want to put our children's education, our education. We'll put purchasing a house, purchase a car. What is it that you want to do? You need to put this in this plan. What do you start first? You start by tracking. Okay. Start tracking all of your finances, everything you spend from the dollar twenty-five candy bar, two lives, whatever it is that you're spending. Track it. All you need is a sheet of paper. Item, cost, date, period. Item, cost, date. You do this for three months. You're categorizing. Now, right, now we're, we are building our financials. You, you, by no stretch of the imagination do you ever stop because this is a new habit that you, a healthy habit that you're going to do in order to get more money because that's what you want. That's the whole purpose is to get more money, right? So you're tracking. You're doing this for three months, right? You do this for three months, you categorize, and then you're going to average that out. So 
if you came up with entertainment for five hundred dollars, you got five hundred dollars. Uh, you 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 did it, you know, and, and it came up three months, right? For three months, you averaged it out, and it's three months. That's what you spent per month, five hundred dollars. Okay, that's you. That's how you spend your money. Then you're going to add five to ten percent more onto that five hundred dollars. Well, let's say ten percent, fifty dollars. Right. So now you have a, a financial plan in that particular category of five hundred and fifty dollars. It's more accurate than you taking something out of your hat and saying, oh, I spent two hundred and fifty when really you didn't spend two hundred and fifty. You spent five hundred and fifty right in entertainment you do that for every category because you add the 10 percent. the reason why you add the 10 percent is because for miscellaneous say for instance somebody's birthday and you did an extra something right extra something now you don't take just because you didn't spend the 550 you're not going to take some of the money from that and put that in another for food no if your food is a thousand dollars a month that's what your food is if you go to that you have to be as accurate as you can with this. And having a financial spending plan is more accurate than pulling a money out. You put your taxes in there, any taxes that have coming out of your paycheck, any health insurance, any of that. You put the kitchen sink into that. And that's what makes a good financial spending plan. That's what's making a good spending plan. Now, I know you guys probably have plenty of questions. And again, my email is Anita Financial Behaviorist at gmail.com. You can go to my website, which is moneywisdomforwomen.com. Sign up to get be a member. Sign up to, be, to get webinars. That's part of the membership. Also, also, don't forget that you can go and you can read the magazine or you can get a copy of the magazine, the digital or the print at, a, at Affluence Financial Fitness for Women. There's something also special is that I do a Ask Me Anything Tuesday. Every third Tuesday, I do a Ask Me Anything. So you could go to my page, which is Anita Johnson Financial Behaviors or the member or the free membership, which is Money Wisdom for Women, all on Facebook, right? And it'll ask me anything third Tuesdays, every third Tuesdays. You can email me the question. I'd like to have the question ahead of time, right? So that I could email them back to you. You can ask me two questions, the first question and then a follow-up question after I've answered your question, right? You could doubt, you could put it in the messenger or you can just put it on my page or on the Money Wisdom for Women page. So that's a ask me anything Tuesday only on the third Tuesdays, right? Only on the third Tuesday at no cost. You can go to Amazon. You can get this book, Being Broke is Maddening. And this book will also give you a template on how to create your financial spending plan. It'll give you a template on how to create a financial spending plan. So anyway, I want to thank you for listening to us. I am Anita. This was a good podcast because you could tell I was excited about it. This is Anita Financial Behaviors, and this is your podcast, Finding Your Financial Voice podcast with me, your host. Make sure you email us, give us a feedback. And if there's something special you want to know or hear on this podcast, hey, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to entertain those, those requests. So anyway, thank you again, and I love you, and I'll see you next time.